Hey, are you in a mastermind yet? Have you thought of joining one? I didn't think I needed one until I did. I mean, I didn't need any more training. I really had no time to do yet another thing. And I was already pretty, well, pretty organised, pretty productive at what I did. But when I joined one, it enabled me to take my income from side to a full time, from 25000 in one by one December to 123000 by the following December. Oh my gosh, just through joining a mastermind. Of course I knew how to run a business, but I didn't realise how much I lacked support, peer support, peer, he- peer help, and just someone to cheer me on and believe in what I did. Because Look, running our own businesses can be a little bit lonely, no matter how many friends or loving family we've got around with us. No one understands running a business like another business person. But you need a good mastermind. You need one that's facilitated. I've got a new mastermind starting really soon. If you would like to apply, there are a few spots left. So down below in the links, in the show notes, there's a button, click on it, apply now, or just have a chat as to whether it's right for you right now. You just never know. It might be the breakthrough you need and I'd love to have you. See you soon. A few months ago, I went through a really busy growth time in my business and at the end of it, well, I'd had two European trips, so long haul trips from Sydney to Europe and two launches of a new product, a new program that I was, I was, I was delivering. And look, I was tired. I was quite exhausted. Even though I was happy, I was going well. I'd had an amazing time overseas. But honestly, I was really tired. And I was at a conference in uh, Zurich. And talking to one of the friends that I'd made, one of the business colleagues, I'd made another entrepreneur who is also an ultra runner. She is sponsored by Nike. She's, she's the real deal. Amazing, ultra, like long distance days runner. And she looked at me, she took my hands and she said, Marilyn, do you know what? As a runner, people forget this. But my days off, my rest days, are as much of a part of my training ritual as the running days. To rest my muscles, rest my mind, rest my body is a part of the training. It's not a matter of being off or being on. You, I have to do it to be able to do what I did. And I can remember that moment. <laughs> I think both of our eyes teared up. And it sunk deep. Yes, I'd heard that many times before. It, it seems to be, you know, one of those motivational messages that you hear. But it hit, hit the depth of me, at for a fresh new way. And I realised that yes, and it's good to be reminded, is rest, and even play, are a vital part of your action plan as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as much as that time actually getting the work done. 
Now, I've talked before on this podcast about the different roles and I've likened you to bees, having the queen bee time, having worker bee time, having social bee or marketing bee time. But likewise, we also need time, a strategic time to rest work and play. Yeah, it sounds like a corny Mars commercial, Mars chocolate commercial from the 80s, but it's true. Work, rest and play. But how the heck do you do that in real life? So that's the discussion I want to talk about today. But you might be thinking, oh yeah, Marilyn, I you know I have a nap time. I'll go for a walk. I might have a cup of coffee. I might go and watch some TV. That's my rest time. Yeah, it can work. But I want to take it another level. I want to talk about how different personalities, in fact, different wow archetypes, deal with rest, work, and play differently. So how does different wow types respond uh, or what do they believe about rest? Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, this is my wow archetype personality profile system for entrepreneurs, business owners. It, I've talked about it a number of times in this podcast. If you go to my website, you'll see a, a quiz, a personality profile system that you can actually work out what wow archetype you are. And also, if you if you look back in the, the show notes, you'll see uh, other episodes where I've gone into this in quite a lot of detail. So, so how do the four types respond to rest? And what do they believe in rest? Let's look at the heart makers first. <laughs> These are the heart makers. You guys are, well, you're just like my dad, <laughs> where you were trained to, you do your work before you rest or you play. And there's a lot of guilt factor around that. You will walk into a room, you'll walk onto a job and you'll you'll see what needs to be done, what needs to be corrected, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be done before you'll give yourself the luxury to work, uh, to, to play or to rest. And I challenge you, is that really valid these days? Seriously? Just because you're feeling that guilt? doesn't mean you have to pander to that guilt. Who's leading you, yourself or that guilt? So have a think about that. Now, vision makers, what do you do? You will tend to work until you drop. Hello, I'm a vision maker. We will we will kill ourselves working hard until we drop. And we'll often laugh it off. We don't think we need a rest. But we, and heart makers will do this as well, but a lot of vision makers will do that. So be aware of that. You are body as much as a head, much as a getting work done, much as a, as a CEO of a business. You have to listen to your body. You de- need rest as part of your strategy. It is not a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of laziness. It is a wise strategic decision. Got that? Okay. Peacemakers, ha, you are the ones who love rest the most. And in fact, you can use it as an excuse sometimes not to work. So you might be listening to this episode thinking, ah, okay. So it will give you an excuse for not getting the work done. So peacemakers, 
you might want to challenge yourself the other way. Don't use it. Don't use having rest as an excuse not to get work done. Now, of course, you've got to take all of this with a grain of salt. And we're all a blend of all four. And we all have beliefs and values as well as the core motivators of our personality. But look, let's have fun with this. Passion makers, you're the type that wants fun first, then rest and work. <laughs> so watch that you don't uh, don't keep that the imbalance there, that you still have time for rest and you still have time for work. You will get restless. You will get uh, itchy feet. You will want to have fun. You want to get up off your desk. You, it will be a struggle for you to sit down there. So you can see already that depending on what your wow archetype is, you are going to have a different relationship to rest work and play. And so for some of you, this may not be a mini lesson on rest. It may be a mini lesson on dealing with the amount of play or dealing with the amount of rest. Gotcha. All right. So the next area is fun. Fun. How do we schedule that in as a strategic part of our business? Kids, children, fun and play is part of learning. And we forget that as adults. We need to remember that part of childhood to put in fun. But we might just need to schedule it. Now, vision makers, peacemakers and heart makers, I suggest you literally schedule time in your calendar for fun. Passion makers, you make everything fun. So it's not so much of a deal for you. Maybe put some dates with yourself. For example, I, uh, I have a date in my calendar once, once every two or three months as a date with myself, seriously. And it, it, it does take discipline to take it and not fill it with, uh, with things to do. Now, on those dates with myself, I might take myself to a gallery or even to the cinema by myself. I might go and have coffee. And even then, I might take a notepad and get out some creative thinking. I love that. When I take myself to a cafe by myself, I can, I can watch people walking by. I can have something yummy to eat and to drink. Uh, even sometimes do that uh, in a bar. And I will uh, pull out my notepad and a pencil and scribble away and creative ideas come. Uh, when my son was littler, he, when he was still at school, every Friday night, he would go to drama lessons in the city. And I, one of my favorite things was my fun time when I would take myself to a bar in a hotel by the harbor every Friday afternoon for two and a half hours. I would sit there in the bar, have a couple of drinks, people watch and then let, you know, watch the boats go by and creative ideas would come. And that was fun for me. And it was an important part of my week. Now, I don't have that anymore, so I have to be uh, very strategic in planning that into my week. Uh, another area is, so to have a date with yourself as part of fun. Also, get outside, especially for those of us who are sitting behind a computer and do a lot of our work online, through Zoom calls, email, uh, and sitting you know, with a laptop or a computer in front of us. Get outside, and I don't just mean exercise. Go for a walk, take the dog for a walk, get out, go to the beach for a day, take your shoes off, walk in the sand, walk in the dirt, take yourself to some bushland or, or, some, or a forest and go for a walk. Get outside every single week if you can. And then the third area of fun, I can't believe that I'm actually doing a podcast on having fun. I can't believe I'm speaking these things out, but 
you look, if you're like me, you're probably thinking, and I felt this preparing this this lesson today or this this podcast today, I thought, oh my gosh, I've forgotten some of these things. So I think we should. I think it's good to be reminded of this. And I guarantee that if you're driving now or you're listening to me as you're outside walking, you're thinking, oh my gosh, Marilyn, I really should do this too. So if you are that sort of person, I'd love you to reach out to me and just say, yes, thank you for the reminder. It's a good reminder for me. See, I'm teaching what I need to know as well. So have dates with yourself, get outside and also have dates with others weekly I suggest I'm in the habit now of having Fridays uh, as a social day I do do work on those day on that day I, I focus on a lighter side of marketing but Thursday is a day where I usually have back-to-back coaching appointments and so group coaching one-on-one uh, so Friday I like to have an easier day and I enjoy having lunch with a girlfriend or a group of group of friends every every Friday or whether that's an early, you know, drinks on a Friday or dinner on a Friday, but have regular uh, moments with girlfriends, with partners, with, with spouses, but schedule those dates in rather than be someone who just never gets around to it or you're always saying, oh, we must catch up, we must catch up. It is so much easier to put the date in your diary and reschedule it if it doesn't work rather than not have it in there in the first place. Okay, schedule time for girls weekends. They are invaluable. Let your hair down, relax, just get out of your environment. I was the sort of person that just, I don't have time for that. <laughs> but I find that it, it gets you out of your environment. Uh, also, schedule time for games. I'm not a big lover of uh, video games, but I know my son loves them and he loves nothing more than me going and giving an hour of my time to play a Star Wars game or VR or something like that. I actually have that so bad. I have it scheduled in every weekend because I will forget because it's not important to me, but it's important to him. When he was growing up, when he was younger, we used to have uh, once a month, we'd have Sunday fun days. And it was a, a date with my son. We would go into the city or we'd go to a theme park. We'd go out and about and actually do something out together. And oh, I really do miss those, but they are an important thing to schedule in that time. So that's fun. So my, I guess my challenge to you now is, is there fun in your calendar? Where can I see it? Where can I see evidence? And often we can look at our, our, you know, what we spend money on, but also what's in our calendar to tell us, are we having fun? And is it a part of your business? Because it, it, it needs to be strategic. It, it, it's a strategic part of you getting work done. So let's come to rest. How do we get more rest into our into our life. What is true rest? Well, I can only share what works for me. Definitely getting to bed early. If I can get to bed before nine and asleep by 10, I get much better sleep. And if I can do it at least three nights in a row every week, it makes a significant difference to my well-being, to my clarity, to my body. So wherever possible, don't just do it once, but if you can do it in a sort of a binge, in a sort of a bundle, it works best. 
usually I like to get to bed and, and relax and watch Netflix or something like that. But that doesn't always, that doesn't give me that rest that I need. I need actual physical sleep. Um, Nana naps. How do you feel about Nana naps? I think they are fabulous. I used to be the sort of person who, if I lay down during the day to have a sleep, my body would try and go into deep sleep and I'd wake up and I'd feel written off for the end of the day until I found this fantastic app that helps me that you can either do a quick nap for 20 minutes, I think one sleep cycle or a full sleep cycle. It's like 20 minutes, 45 minutes. And what it does, I don't know how it does its magic. You have to turn the phone on, leave it by you. And it, I think it must measure your snoring or your breathing or your, your, your body movements. And it will wake you up at the right time. And I tell you, if I have a 20 minutes of that, use that app, it wakes me up with a, this little gentle music that gets louder, but it's gentle. I feel amazing. So I think putting a nap in your day is actually good, especially if, like me, I start, because I've got an international business, I often start at 5 and 6 a.m. and I can go till 8 p.m. So I will have the afternoons off and I often, where I can, throw in a little bit of a nana nap. Okay, another part of doing rest, why don't you just do nothing? Isn't that bliss? I love to sometimes just grab a drink, uh, whether it's a glass of wine or a coffee or just a glass of nice cool water uh, or even warm water and just go and sit. Either sit in the chair outside, sit on a park bench, sit in my favourite chair away from a computer. You don't even have to have music playing, but just sit and do nothing, preferably without falling asleep. Sometimes we just need to be doing nothing. And often I will choose to drive in the car without the radio on, without a podcast on, just with nothing playing to give me that break. Because we live in an age where we can always be on. There's always something on in the background. There's either TV, there's music, there's Spotify, there's uh, news. Something's on in the background all the time. We've got email, we've got devices sort of stapled to our fingers. It's good to sit and do nothing. All right. Uh, two more things that I love to do to rest is I like to read novels. I like to go to a old-fashioned library and borrow books. Who's with me? I love it. There is something about it the way they, that they, a book with real paper is so much better, I think, than a, than a, a reading it on a, on a electronic pad. And I do that as well. But I find when I've got a library book, uh, the smell of it, the, the feeling of the paper, and the fact that you've got, well, it's got a due by date, so it makes me read it for some reason. I enjoy the event of going to a library, picking out some books, reading the books, and uh, and then getting the back. And now I know you've got, you can sort of re, re-borrow them a few times, you can do it online and everything, so it does make it easier, but there's still a deadline. You have to get that book back to that library. But I find reading novels, especially before bed, if you read a novel and not a business book, something that's not going to challenge and get your mind all buzzing, it is good for relaxation and rest. And so how about you take yourself on a trip to the library as part of your uh, business strategy, okay, in terms of your, uh, as an entrepreneur, your well-being. 
All right, the last one is sunshine. So we talked about having fun getting outside, but also sunshine as rest. Uh, I think I live in Australia, so we are trained from birth to have hats on, long sleeves on, uh, to have uh, sunscreen on. I know it's bad for the environment, but we've been trained that way to slip, slop, slap, you know, put a hat on, uh, you know, and just stay out of the sun. And so I find that uh, we are all vitamin D deficient because of that. But it is important to get some sunshine as a form of rest. So I tend to get that when I walk my dog every day. But it's just nice sometimes to sit in the sun for a few minutes with a cool drink just as part of a rest strategy. So how did you enjoy today's? It was a bit of like, hmm... Interesting. Do I have to be told to to work, rest and play? I think we do. Because there'll be moments where you'll be in tears sometimes. You will be stressed. You will be overwhelmed. And if I could take your hands and say, hey, when did you strategically rest? When did you put play into your calendar and do it? Not out of guilt, not out of leftover time, but as part of your care strategy for you as the owner of your business because you matter without you your business wouldn't be there and you need to look after your greatest asset which is you so to close this podcast episode I would love you to go to your calendar as soon as you can and put some strategic rest and strategic play appointments in your calendar. And if you like this podcast and you know someone who needs to hear it, please share it. I would love you two to go online and give me a review. Give me some nice comments, however many stars as you want. But I, I would love as many good reviews as possible because what happens when we do that It spreads the word of this podcast and there are so many women who would love to hear these messages. So enjoy the rest of your day. Remember, lead your day. Don't just do all the work in the world. (laughs) Do some work, rest and play. And I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Oh,